0: Listening to the Amateur Church podcast, where we pursue excellence in ministry with the right motivation for the sake of love. I'm Pastor Matt, and I'm so thankful that you are on this disciple's journey with me. As this week, we've been reading from the book of Ezekiel. What a profound, prophetic book. And today is our worship episode of the week. And every uh, every worship episode, I've got my partner in crime, Brother Terrell Boger, with me. Terrell, good to see you, man. Good to see you. <laughs> so, reading through Ezekiel. Yes, okay. yes. Uh, <laughs> man, it's, uh, it's, I, I was talking with somebody just this week. It's, it's powerful. It's prophetic, and they added a word. They said it's phenomenal. Uh, So phenomenal Ezekiel. Um, But uh, what's kind of jumped out to you in the
1: book of Ezekiel? Um, I mean, I wouldn't have gone with those words. One of the words I I was thinking of was heavy, serious. um, Painful. What about that one? (laughs) It was kind of a, we need to take God serious. I think some of us um, sometimes, I don't know if we we cheapen Christianity and sometimes we have a cheap Christianity mm. Mm. and that we don't realize um, the seriousness of, of what we're doing. Yeah. And I think yeah. that Ezekiel was a reminder of that.
0: You know, it's interesting to me that at the very beginning, I discussed this earlier this week, that Ezekiel chapter one shows us a vision of God that we're we're really unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he, uh, he sees this vision of, divine glory. Uh, And, and, you know, let let me just read just a little bit. Um, He says in verse 20, say 22 of chapter one, over the heads of the living beings, there was something like an expanse, like the awesome gleam of crystal spread out over their heads. And under the expanse, their wings were stretched out straight one toward the other. Each one also had two wings covering its body, on the one side and on the other, and also heard the sound of their wings like the sound of abundant waters as they went, like the voice of the Almighty. Uh, You know, we we get this vision of supernatural beings Mm -hmm. and and really the supernatural realm. Uh, And I think a lot of times, especially in worship, we speak so much about the physical that we forget that we should see the spiritual. How, How does that affect you as a worship leader? Um, Knowing that we
1: sing in (laughs) heavenly realm. Yeah, sometimes I think we forget. Um, There's a lot of songs out there. How do I say this kindly? They're cotton candy. Uh, We joke around. We call them prom songs for Jesus. (laughs) Um, But when we sing, it's just a reminder that what we do here is not just um, for entertainment purposes or just to... um, showcase musicians or our talents but it like you said it's it's on a higher realm that the heavens rejoice when we sing his praises the heavens rejoice when we um, when one comes to know him i'm i was just reminded of a quote and i was having to look it up real quick by uh, jc ryle hmm. and it was a book it was uh from his book called holiness and it says there is a common worldly kind of christianity in this day which may which many have think they have enough a cheap christianity which offends nobody requires no sacrifice, and which costs nothing and is worth nothing. Ooh. I think sometimes we as Christians, you hear the phrase, we go through the motions, or you know we're just doing it because that's what our traditions are, but we forget that what we do has an eternal purpose, has an eternal uh, ramifications, has eternal treasures. And reading through Ezekiel, it reminds me that while we are to fear God reverently, sometimes we need to tremble in a holy Fear of God, mm. and 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 I, I I believe you're
0: absolutely right. I I think especially Ezekiel's vision in chapter one leads then to uh, the recognition that yeah. the children of Israel rejected the glory yep. of God. Mm-hmm. And because of that, you get the. The systematic, almost, removal of God's glory Mm -hmm. from in the midst of the temple to the court, all the way to the mountain. You you see this progression throughout the chapters to where God's glory is removed from among his people uh, in in that location. Talking about captivity, um, have you ever seen or do, do you see evidences of where... Um, now, we know we have the Spirit of God in us mm-hmm. and that he is never removed from us, but where the anointing of God and the presence of God has been so strong in one place, but then maybe because of sin or a lack of true worship or maybe even in in, in churches where they started worshiping their wrong thing, God said, you know what?
1: My presence is not going to be here manifest in that way. It, it, has there been a time I can't recall of anything, but looking back, I can think of times maybe when um, at a church I served at, one of the leaders stepped away, um, and because just of his leadership wasn't where the church was wanting, and it almost like the church was different, there was a little bit more, and it's hard to explain. The church just felt different, and things started moving again in that Mm. church. Mm. Um, I've seen it in people. Of course, I'm not going to mention names where you see them mess up, and it's just like, "Wow, what happened?" Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't know if you've ever seen stuff like that happen. Yeah, I mean there are. Um, well, I mean we'll just go
0: individually. There, there are people that, and they just have the spirit of God on them, mm. and then you can tell that okay they've not been walking with the Spirit. Yeah. God's glory isn't on them, uh, and then there have been churches where you walk into it and, wow, the presence of God is here. And it's not because of bands or lights or smoke yeah. machines or not because even of preachers, but there's a, a sense of repentance and walking mm-hmm. in the Spirit. And then there are places that, for back, lack of a better word, are just dead. Yeah, The Valley of Dry Bones mentality yeah. there. Uh, and, and I think it's interesting that Ezekiel opens up in the first 10 chapters with the removal of God's mm-hmm. presence but then closes out with the promise of a restoration. Right. And I love that word that that restoration that we are never too dead mm-hmm. for God not to bring life. In fact, yeah. we are dead in our trespasses and sins. And is that that's one reason we worship him. Um, I love the visions that Ezekiel receives, but I also love the promise of restoration like a river of life. Right. And and God does give us these blessings mm-hmm. that provide for us life? Have, have there been times in your life where you just felt an outpouring of God's blessings on your on you? other than sitting with me right now? Well, that was course. the first place I was going <laughs> to go,
1: so um, I have nothing to say now. But that, there are times, and a lot of it um, stemmed with me recognizing, okay, there's something that I'm not doing, or there's something that is hindering me from God. A lot of times, you know, I think I heard you say it on Sunday, D.L. Moody's famous quote of the word of God keeps us from sin, but sin keeps us from the word of God. And, mm-hmm. you know, when I'm holding on to anger or bitterness and you let it go, it's kind of like all of a sudden that dam has been broken and the water is just rushing. Yeah. And that's what I love about Ezekiel. You read the first part of it and you're like, wow, this is, this is frightening. This is scary. This is terrifying. But then you see at the end, um, you mentioned we're not too far gone. There's a song, I can't remember if it. And it says something like, I'm not too dirty for God to clean me. Amen. And I was like, that is a great thing knowing that no matter where we're at, if we can just turn around, we're not too far away. Right,
0: that's exactly <laughs> right, and that's one of the blessings God gives us that we see even in Ezekiel this this book really of of life mm-hmm. and and I I hope that we remind people that when we even when we sing we should sing joyously oh, yeah uh, because God has
1: brought us life
2: and
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you've got a song about that I do it's one I haven't heard in a while um, when I was looking for songs um, in the hymnal. Under the scripture references for Ezekiel, a song called There Shall Be Showers of Blessing. And one of the favorite books I love to go to, tell y'all a story, is uh, Then Sings My Soul. And it says it's just a a song that um, uplifts us with the happy assurance of God's unceasing blessing on our lives, even during our worst days. Mm. And it goes to tell of a story of a man named Howard Rutledge, and he wrote a book called In the Presence of Mine Enemies. And he was a POW in North Vietnam. And, of course, if you know about POW camps, everything's taken away from you. You have no books, nothing. You're just there. And he said their their meals were barely anything. I think he referred to it as uh, pig fat was what they ate on. But he said in his mind, he went back to his old Sunday school days when he was a child. And he said, when I was humming my 37th song, One I had entirely forgotten since childhood. And it's showers of blessings, showers of blessings we need. So if you know that song, we're going to sing the first and last verse. And it's just a reminder that, uh, like Ezekiel 34 says, I will send down showers in their season, showers of blessing.
2: There shall be showers of blessing. This is the promise of love. There shall be seasons refreshing Sin from the Savior above Showers of blessing Showers of blessing we need Mercy drops round us are falling But for the showers we plead There shall be showers of Oh, to that day they might fall Now as to God we're confessing Now as on Jesus we call Showers of blessing Showers of blessing we need Mercy drops round us our fall but for the Savior, we plead. Man, I have not heard that song in so long, but I love it.
0: Yes, Man, that is great. Is that might be have to be one of our regular hymns now. I'm telling you, that, that's <laughs> really good. So, Well, as we uh, uh, close out this section of today's episode, we move to our, hey, check this out moments. Yes. Uh, the, our resource of the week. What is your resource, brother?
1: It's an author you actually got me interested in, A.W. Tozer. And he wrote a, a small little book, but I say small in pages, but mighty in its content. It's called The Knowledge of the Holy. Mm. And reading through Ezekiel, that's all I could be reminded of is our God is is mighty, is holy. It he's to be revered. And it just says on the back, what is the nature of God? How can we recapture the real sense of God's majesty and truly live in the Spirit? Amen. Amen. Knowledge of the Holy AW yes. Tozer. I love that book and I recommend that book
0: to to everybody I come across Uh, One of the books that I'm recommending this week is a book by J.I. Packer. We're we're fans of Packer, definitely. Uh, But it's entitled Keep in Step with the Spirit. Now, the first book that I read by Packer was Knowing God. Mm And I read this afterwards, and as I was reading through Ezekiel this week, um, I was reminded that the book of Ezekiel, more so than any book in the Old Testament, is a spirit-saturated book. It talks about the Spirit of God, especially uh, with the Valley of Dry Bones mm-hmm. and and speaking and 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 allowing the the Spirit to move and bring life. And Packer writes in this book, um, uh, or it it's it's described that this book is a balanced theology, which is key of the Holy Spirit with a life-changing practical emphasis. Um, so the reason I like this book, and I would encourage you, I've got several books on the Holy Spirit. I mean, there have been tons of books written about the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. But this one comes from an academic approach, but it also gives practical uh, as he says, emphasis. And I would encourage you, Keep in Step with the Spirit uh, by uh, J.I. Packer, a great book about our, the Holy Spirit's role in our life. And so uh, as we close out with, this week with the book of Ezekiel, any last words?
1: We are never too far gone from God's forgiveness. Amen,
0: amen. And may we every day walk in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. Uh, He directs our paths. So we're praying for you today. I pray that you have experienced the showers of blessings that God has given us. Uh, And if you're maybe even walking through a time of, of... of a maybe a dry desert, or and you don't acknowledge what's going on around you that God has allowed, uh, that that maybe you would stop and read the Word of God, pray, and begin to count your blessings, uh, name them one, one by, by one. one. Hey, we love you. We're praying for you. Stakes in the ground.